This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. Wednesday week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. Couldn't make it on the pod this week because I've chosen to go watch John Wick instead. So I need three hours of hyper-violence, of just balls-to-the-wall action. Three hours of it just to get rid of the awful disappointment and anger I feel about losing. Conditions are terrible, it's going down 2-0 down to them in them awful conditions in that tight little League 2 borderline conference pitch. It, it, it showed great characters to come back, but we still shouldn't be 2-0 down um, to Cheltenham Town, <laughs> especially when you're gunning for the title. Um, the lack of effort by some players is just absolutely shocking. The midfield, I mean, I think David Moore's scratching his head, like, what's he do without buyers? He's tried FDB, he's tried Backinson, and he's tried Dennis. And they've let all three of them let him dance. But what do we do next? We just not play a third midfielder, play an extra attacker. Who knows? Four, three, three. Fucking hell! I ain't got a clue. But we need to win on Saturday night. Is it the 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 buffer's gone? Completely gone. So the game in hand's gone. Two weeks ago, we had an awesome, awesome position, and now we've absolutely cocked it up, good and proper. So now the play. The disappointment I feel. It's very similar to my early 20s. So there was this, this girl in my teens and I lusted for her, uh, yearned for her. And she saw right through <laughs> And then in my early, early 20s, we, we, we both found ourselves single. And we reconnected. And it was going all right. And she said, oh, um, I'll come out to your flat. We'll get a bottle of wine and watch a DVD. And before Netflix and chill, lads, you know, we're gonna <laughs> you know what was happening. And on the day of, the big day, she messaged me, said, oh, um, it's alright if my mate comes and can we go to the pub instead? So not to use a Wayne's World um, quote, two weeks in a row, but no stairway, denied. So yeah, proper disappointment about the, the water form, two points in 12. It's dire, it's uncharacteristic of this team this season. <sighs> Hello, good evening and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Week. My name's Dan Fudge and tonight we're talking about a very wet Cheltenham. Was it a case of dropping points or was it a hearty, gutsy response to going 2-0 down? 
Did the condition suit them better than us, or did we just take a while to realise that we were going to throw it away at the final hurdle? Tonight, to make sense of it, is Ash, Stevie and John. And as ever, we'll try and answer all of those questions. Uh, lads, I am still hungover from Tuesday night. Driving to Cheltenham from uh, three hours away was a dreadful idea. Uh, so um, I've got bags under my eyes you can go shopping with. So that's nice, isn't it? Good for you. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Is that why you're wearing a hat? You've done really well. You've done really well. Now, uh, Stevie, I haven't seen you in a while. Where have you been? I know. I've missed you. Of course you have. Of course you have. Now, um, <laughs> Cheltenham, Cheltenham should have been a uh, an effectual, what, an essential walk in the park, would you would you say? But given the run of form that we've been on, we've now not won in four games, uh, despite having... Uh, the title absolutely in the palm of our hand and uh, and fingers on the trophy, as it were. We seem to have just struggled for a bit of form. Um, I mean, what what do you make of it? Do you think it's injuries that have, that have got involved or do you reckon that we've just seemed to have bottled it a little bit? I mean, you know, what, what, what how do, where are you coming from? Because, you know, I think I think the other three might disagree. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't think we've bottled it uh, necessarily. I think you, there's no getting away from the fact that the injuries are, are the major is, issue, aren't they? That's that's the outlying problem that we've got. Um, the the games that we've played, uh, Barnsley was a different one, but we've done Barnsley already. But the you know, Forest Green and, and Cheltenham. If you put Byers and Windass in in that squad, it's a totally different sort of situation, isn't it? We the, there's no getting away from the fact that the three players that we're we privately sort of argue about as to who's going to come in and replace buyers at the moment. You know, you can you can argue cases. They're not very strong cases, but you can argue cases for anyone of Dennis, uh, Deli Bashiru or Backinson. And nobody's picked up the mantle out of those three, have they? And if anything, it goes to show the chasm that there is between that first choice three in the middle of the park um, and, and the three that we're saying were adequate replacements for them that just it just hasn't been the case has it and you know there's there's i don't think any one of them that have had their opportunity of coming and taking it with with, with any sort of credence whatsoever so you know when b- b- before the, the 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 lineup was announced or the game kicked off nobody raised an eyelid from my point of view about it being back in soon over deli bashir or denerim but you know, nobody's running away with it at all, are they? Um, and, and that's causing a major issue. I don't think... That's pretty um, polite like that, isn't it? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be diplomatic. You know, I'm, as we know, I'm a slow starter. I'll get into me, me flowing a little while. But um, I think the major issues that we've had over the last two games have actually been the midfield. Um, I do. And I know we'll, we'll probably talk about Stockdale over Dawson. We'll talk about the back three. We'll definitely talk about offer at some point. But we're struggling at the minute because uh, the midfield three aren't firing. Now, John, it was Gaz Robinson, actually, uh, come on Wednesday. Come on Wednesday. It was him that said it on Twitter, that it was a bit disrespectful to uh, to drop Cameron Dawson um, in order to put Stockdale in. And Stockdale, in his, uh, in his post-match presser, said something along the lines of he didn't know he was playing until quite late on. Did you feel yourself that it was, it was harsh on Dawson? A touch, yeah. I didn't really see anything that <clears throat> immediately... Made me think we need to we need to drop him in here and bring and bring uh, and bring Stockdale back in. Um, I think they've both got an error in them, and we'll we'll talk about that as as, as regards Cheltenham's second goal. I think they've both got an error in them, um, but I didn't necessarily think that Dawson had had a string of errors or a string of performances that suggested that 
Stockdale was going to get his chance. So it was a little bit surprising, um, as was moving Dom Iofa to sort of centre of the back three as well, rather than yeah. the, the right side, as you would normally expect to see him there. So I didn't necessarily see the, 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 the Dawson thing. It almost felt like he was going to shake it up. He needed to shake it up. Um, and and he just decided w- whether he thought that Stockdale was more of a a presence at the bike to shepherd the bike line as well and be a bit more vocal. Uh, I don't know if he if that was his thinking with that experience to just <clears throat> gather the players together during this bad run. I mean, we know Stockdale give a quite an emotional speech to Radio Sheffield after the match as well. A couple of sound bites there if people haven't heard it. Um, he, he he was really like saying to the lad, you know, come on, we let's not. You know, let's not get let this slip, in you know, in typical Gerard fashion, um, and 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 kind of like you know, trying to trying to rally the troops, so to speak. So maybe there was some part of um, Darren Moore's thinking that was like, I want to get this, I want to get this guy back between the sticks because he, he offers more than just being a, a goalkeeper. He offers a presence there, he offers some maturity, a calm head, experience, and he's going to rally the troops. Uh, so maybe that was his thinking. Maybe uh, I must admit it, it. It was all the right words. I just wish that it, it manifested itself in the uh, in the game. Um, now, now, Ash, you know before before I tell you about my experience, going to Cheltenham. Is, is there anything you like that about the game? Like, you know, essentially we had what you know what some could argue was three fullbacks at centre back last night. Um, you know, Dominic Dominic Ayofa coming in for a certain amount of criticism. I must admit. In terms of people that were that were playing poorly, he wasn't at the top of my list uh, on on that day. But is the is there anything you want to add about the game? I mean, how do you feel about our promotion chances since that result? You know, are you looking back on it thinking, um, you know, that's that's a hard fought point that we've got, which as the game panned out, it pretty much is. But surely, I mean, I'm looking back at the um, at the predictions we made last week. Uh, Simon went for two one. Holly went for two nil. Vic went for 3-1 and I went for 3-0. We all thought it was going to go a certain way. I mean, how do you feel? Well, <laughs> you're asking the wrong person, aren't you, really? Because I'm not obviously like a, a full of rainbows, am I? You know, I'm a bit... I'm a bit That's why I've come to you, man. <laughs> I'm a bit on the... Uh, we could be... Uh, we could be 11 points clear with 11 points to play and I'll still say we'd <laughs> fuck it up. You know what I mean? So it's... <laughs> it's um, It was... Uh, to me, it was like... I don't, it was, a. if you obviously read social media where I spend 23 and a half hours of my day, um, it was a must-win game against Cheltenham mm-hmm. and, it, and we didn't win. So what, what, what does, what does that say? Must win. And then, so to go 2-0 down as well and when we're supposed to be getting a bit of a performance from Sunday, it was a bit, bit of a shitter really weren't it and I mean the conditions were awful and it, it yeah. looked absolutely abysmal and they got the old uh, Rotherham United squeegees out didn't they for at one point it, it's uh, weird Ash they actually had rollers like you know like a like a huge roller on a stick now what the fuck's that gonna do you know what I mean surely you just want a straight piece of wood to just like they had at Rotherham they managed to push it off and scrape it back on We're yeah. we've got rollers like a rolling yeah. pin what the fuck yeah. who's it, come up with that it was a ridiculous idea and they didn't was, pitchfork it at all it was it looked abysmal uh, and I, I don't know obviously I, I didn't go it was one of the games I haven't been to I'm so glad I didn't but obviously looking looking about it was 
reading social media and stuff, people saying it could be called off if it continued raining. It was that yep. bad, and the pitch was it was getting a bit uh, waterlogged in places, especially I think it was in the the away end, first half away end in the goal mouth. Um, but it, the, the conditions are same for both teams, though, isn't it? So I, I, I hate the condition thing. It's bollocks, isn't it? Because both teams playing, so the conditions are the same. Hang on, let me let me tell oh, let me tell you about my day, oh. right? Because you'd have been pissed off, Ash, if you'd have gone through the same oh, gate I, I did. I'm right? always pissed off, mate. So no change. Uh, you'd, you'd have been mega pissed off because uh, there's, there's something happened that you, that you'd have took really oh. personally. So um, yesterday, I was in the midst of my boss just turned up yesterday and he said, Fudge, I've come to do an audit." Sick one. So so I sat there and I've, it's got to about midday, and I'm like, and I'm. It's three and a half hours away, Cheltenham. You know what I mean? So I'm like, boss, can we can we wrap this up? He went, why? I went, I might have a sniff of a ticket at Cheltenham and I don't want to pass it up. Now, I got rat ass the night before. Driving three and a half hours, not my finest moment. Got there and Holly and her dad were there and a, and a chap called Liam I'd not met before, lovely fella, and um, met Simon and went, went to the ground, all the rest of it. And uh, as we all separated to get into the turnstile, I've got the same midlife crisis trainers as you, Ash, but mine are just black. But there was the deepest bloody puddle right in front of the turnstile. <laughs> and, and I got it. Oh, God, I had trench for the rest there. of the bloody day. Oh, Ash should have been furious because you, you, yours got a bit of white on. So with the, uh, with the Nike cream eggs got wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I've gone in and I thought, right, I'll turn around. Because I didn't really say hello to it because there was just a melee of people. I didn't really say hello to Holly and Steve. I, I just picked this Liam up. He was the geezer who had me ticket. Uh, and we've gone in. I turned around to, to find where they'd gone. And they weren't there. I was like, so just me and this geezer I've never met before. Like I said, lovely fella. But I was like, Simon, where's Simon? Where's Ollie? Where's it? Turns out they're in the other stand. So they've, so we're, we're in the, me and this Liam are in, in, in the stand behind the goal. And then I've got five of my mates on the other side. So I thought, oh, I'll walk around there. Vic's over there. Holly's there. Simon's there. Simon's mate, AD. Simon's kid. Holly and Steve. And, like, they're all over there, right? And I walked up to the car and went, excuse me, can I go there, please? No. I oh, just, uh, the, all my mates are there. No, you know, you can't come through. So, But you know when, like, you're getting told no? And you just think, well, fine, I'll just take an absolute swing because I'm going to go down a swing. I went, well, fine, fuck off then, you miserable press something. You know, something very damn fudge. You know what I mean? Anyway, I had a lovely time watching the game. But right, so, first half. <laughs> um, the hangover kicked in at that second. You'll be right, you know Mike. I mean? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, Daniel. I mean. The hangover kicked in at this second. I've got a wet foot. I'm hungover to sin. And I'm absolutely bloody exhausted. So, it's pissing it down. And, and so the first half was weird because it, it, it's when it rained its heaviest at, at, at the start of it. And players like Bannon, who like getting the ball on the floor and passing it around, there was a few times when the, the ball had just stopped and we couldn't really get the momentum in terms of how hard to kick the ball. Now, Cheltenham's way of setting up was clearly just to hoof it to these big lads. They're, they're big number four and they're big number 14. Absolute monsters of human beings they were. It was like a team of Aidan Flints. So... That, you know, they could, they could, and they've got Alfie May up front, who's absolutely lively. He's an utter, utter toe bob scumbag, but <laughs> lively, right? And and so when, when we got to the second half, we could, uh, the weather had subsided a bit around half time. So they managed to kind of, kind of work it out, which is why I believe the scoreline went as, went as, as well as it did. But I need to talk about Tyreek Backinson in that midfield. Now, Steve is absolutely right. 
Um, we've got three people who could step into that role after buyers on paper. We've got FDB, we've got Backinson, and we've got Adenaran. Neither of them have grabbed have grabbed the bull by the horns. But in that game, in that what you'd refer to as a six-pointer, Backinson was an absolute passenger. And my critique, Steve, that I'm going to pass on to you because I've spoke for a long time now, I thought Darren Moore dragged his ass far too long to hook him off the field. Why did he wait until 70-odd minute to get that useless asshole? I mean, he was absolutely, he was useless. Now, this is, uh, Tyree Backinson is a better football player than I. Don't get me wrong. Now, oh, it shit. could be that he, he I'm didn't like I'm not even sure him. that's the case based on last night. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm trying to be diplomatic, right? So it might not have been his game. Uh, you know, it might have felt that the first half it was going over his head. <clears throat> it weren't. He, he, he just, he wasn't on his toes. He wasn't quick enough. He didn't react quick enough. He's had a, but on one hand, he's had a fair bit of time out of the team, all that type of thing. Now, how diplomatic do you want to be about him, Steve? Because he was poor and Darren Moore dragged his feet. Diplomatic, Steve, he would say um, he's had an opportunity. Um, he's not taken it. And um, I don't think he can have any qualms if he's seeing the season out on the bench, to be honest with you. Um, full of rage and fury. You guys know me. <clears throat> we'll have we'll have Ash on one side of the spectrum, who's the negative Nelly, if you like, of the podcast. You'll have me, who is the most positive. I, I, I'd like to think I'm the most positive out of a lot of us. Um, I'd like to think I'm the most positive out of a lot of us. But but I've woken up. I was messaging last night. I've woken up this morning. Um, I, I'm in Ash territory when it comes to certain players that were there last night. Uh, I really am. Um, really? Yeah. Oh, Did you not, not, in terms, not, in terms of, not in terms of the outlook, not in terms of where we're going going forward. So I think there's a conversation to be had. But Tyreek Backington was offensive last night. I, I genuinely believe that. I thought he was really, really poor. Um, I've, I've, I've been a proponent of the three of them. I've been a proponent of, of, of Deli Bashiru. He's been the player for me. Um, and I think, although he's been poor, there are times where people are a little bit overcritical of, of Deli Bashiru, but I understand that. But Backinson last night um, was a scarecrow. He did nothing. Um, he, he didn't affect the game. Um, you're asked why it, it took so long to drag him. I think the reason that he's dragged him is because we've gone behind. Um, you know, he's brought Wilkes on. Did he bring Wilkes on at about six, 70-odd minutes? Um, uh, we've spoke about Will. We spoke about Wilts on the show, Steve, namely yourself as well. About you know, is he the player we thought he was? But he was lively when he came on. I must have one hundred percent, one hundred percent. He affected the game last night in a way that Backinson didn't. And I think um, to go if, if if we go back a step, you know, when the the, the team was announced at quarter to seven or whatever, um, eyebrows were raised, and they were raised on Sunday. I, was, I wasn't on the other night, but they were raised on Sunday when we were talking about the changes that were made. And I thought, I, I think I said something either on socials or in the group about it being a necessity that we're not arrogant with what we've done. We're not going to be complacent. We've changed it for changing it for the right reasons. And I don't think that came to pass on Sunday against Forest Green. And again, last night, off the back of that performance Sunday, I, I, I was actually all right with, it, with him making the change. I didn't really care because there were, there were people that he'd left out the other night that you'd go, all right, um, we can argue that we've lost the game against bottom of the league. He wasn't happy. He needed a reaction. He needed to change something. So he's changed it. And he made the change that he made. Uh, but but putting Backinson in there... Um, did, on, sorry, sorry, Steve. Sorry. What did Backinson do on Sunday that warranted keeping him in for last night? I, Absolute mate. fuck all. And Darren Moore still picked him. So that's on him, isn't it? It's got to be. 
It is to an extent, but but, but at the same yeah. time, I'd also say, right, you, you, you've not been at it. You, we can argue it's hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't it? We can argue the fact that we're saying you didn't do it on Sunday, so you get it right on Wednesday. Or we can say, because yeah, if, yeah, if, if, if it goes the other way and he puts Deli Bashiru in, there's as many people going to argue for any one of those players that we're talking about tonight. There's as many people going to argue for the inclusion of one and the exclusion of the other two. Um, so it's a bit of a, it's it's almost an irrelevant point, Ash, isn't it? Because if, it, if, if we'd they're all as shit as each other, he said, yeah, yeah basically, basically <laughs> that. If, if, if we'd have got two all last night with a Denneran playing in the middle of the park, there'd have been a fair number of people going, well, he should have kept back into me. And oh, if there's yeah. a, you no, know, not after Sunday, no one could have, no one would have said after Sunday that Ash. Backinson would have been in. Ash, you've been on Twitter. I'm you telling you, I am I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, of course. I'm, of course, there's fucking idiots on Twitter. We all know that. I'm one of them. <laughs> I'll argue it all day long. You know, people are going to, because they've been that abject, the three of them, you can't you can't slide a piece of paper between them to, 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 to know the difference. So I'll it tell you what, made that, that one last night, Steve, though, if I had the choice, knowing, obviously, it would be with the benefit of hindsight, knowing that Backington was going to play that poorly, <laughs> right? Out of the three of them, I would have picked Deli Bashiru purely because... I feel that he's a lot more physical, and it was a very physical game. But then again, hindsight's a wonderful thing, right? I can't, I can't, I can't disagree with you. Um, but we've done that before. We've had this argument, and we've said put Della Bashiru in. And I, I, I'm, out of all of us here tonight, I, I'm, I've been the biggest proponent of him, his, and I've done a one eighty on him because I, I, I just don't get it anymore. Out of the three of them, I'd have probably put Reese James in and put Fameo in the back three. Hey, listen, Reese James given some very difficult conditions and some some strikers that were faster than him and significantly taller was absolutely outstanding last night. He was he was my man of the match, Reese James. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. Uh who, who got it by the way? Did they give it anybody on the telly? Man of the match. Uh, um, I think Alfie May got it, didn't he? Yeah. yeah actually yeah, he is a scumbag to be fair. But then when Lee Gregory <laughs> started scumbagging back, it was uh, it was fun to watch. Now John there's another player I want to talk about uh, absence, and it's Josh Windass. Now, what what was very apparent last night was that because Windass has been out, we've been kind of forced into a change of playing Smudge and Gregors at the same time. Now, this is no slight on the pair of them, but they both play the same position. If you play football manager, they are SC. You know what I mean? And uh, and Josh Windass, for me, is an AMC. Just plays off, or an FC, you know, forward centre. Just plays off the shoulder. And, and what he does, if you've got the midfield here and the strikers here, Windass connects that, but he also goes left and right. And we were sending a lot of balls into some spaces where Windass would have absolutely swept it up. Now, I understand why Smudge and Gregors were on the pitch at the same time. Of course I do. But we weren't playing the formation for two out-and-out strikers last night. And I feel that that's where we miss Windass. I mean, did you see the same thing as I did? Oh, yeah, for sure. You could see Windass, um, he plays in that free role, doesn't he? He's got licence to yeah. kind of roam and, and, and connect midfield and a tight. He's not, he's not strictly uh, a striker, as we've said before on the pod. Uh, he does like to roam around the pitch. Um, yeah, putting the balls into those spaces would have been handy to, for him to be in the side. I think you find that Smith and Gregory are, very, are just too similar, aren't they, to work as a two, or certainly yeah. at, at the moment working as a two, um, because they've both got similar traits in, in, in how they play up front there. They like to play with a, 
with a back to goal, hold up the play, bring others into it, and, and obviously get themselves into the box for for crosses, um, you know, high and low crosses, which which obviously worked for for Gregory near the end there. But yeah, it's it's not having that option, is it? Once Windass is out, anyone, you know, I mean, yeah, Wilkes came on and did a little bit last night, but he's been largely invisible, hasn't he, uh, this season through, mm-hmm. you know, either just not being picked or or actually being injured, um, and so we do miss that create creativity that um, Josh Windass brings to the side. And when you're playing Smudge and, and Gregor together, it, it, it's just like playing striker 1A and 1B, isn't it, really? And what we need yeah. is a, a little bit more than that. But sadly, now, we've just not got it through injuries. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and, and so, and so Ash, do you feel that, like, you know, I, I saw it mentioned a few times on uh, on social media last night. Do you feel like the because we've had injuries now, all of a sudden, the fact that we didn't really sign anybody in January has become this huge, prevalent thing that everybody's now talking about. But I'll, I'll be honest with you, Ash, I didn't really give a shit back in January. It's only since we've lost the players have I gone, shit. I mean, we spoke about it on Tuesday, yeah. sort of saying, how many players do we want for each position, six or seven? But, you know, do, do you reckon that that's going to rear its head if we fail to get automatic promotion? 100%, of course it is. Well, it doesn't matter. Like, the... The, the lack of transfer activity in January, um, it's going to be in it because it's a, a glaring omission, isn't it? That someone could easily pick up and, and point at and hit Darren Moore with. Um, he has said in in interviews that he did try, but and he didn't he didn't want to just bring anyone in, which is which is great because we've had it in the past, haven't we? That um, we've we've seemed to bring people in for the sake of it, faces and uh, everything like that. If Darren Moore, I mean. Obviously, yeah, I, I keep saying I am negative and things, but for one thing, I, I do think that Darren Moore's done is the transfer. 99% of his transfer um, dealings, not just in and outs as well, have, have proved to be all, all right, apart from back in, yep. obviously, but, you know. Um, Listen, but, I, but, the player I saw against Southampton in that midfield, oh, oh, yeah. given a specific job to do, he was outstanding. Yeah, it, it must be it must be a confidence thing, a lack of game time, everything's got to be anti. You don't, I, I wouldn't say that any footballer at this level is is, is dog shit. As in, in general, his form may be the player plays, but they're all at a certain level, aren't they? So he is at a certain level to be able to play in League One. But it's just... you know what? Let me let me give you some uh, let me give you some insight. So uh, about seven years ago on this podcast, we spoke to James Kay. You've probably seen him on there probably seen him on twitter he um used to play for the club uh used to play uh youth level and uh under x amount and all the, and all the rest of it and he and he, he tweeted something really interesting i thought that was uh after the forest green game uh saying that um it's ridiculous that we don't have the reserve team league anymore because all of a sudden you're not getting any any minutes of competitive football at all and you're expected to be ready as soon as you get called upon which I actually think is a really solid point, right? I mean, when was the yeah. last time Tyreek Backinson really had a run in the team or any team, as it were? So, you know, do, do you feel that that's like a, that's like a factor, Ash? Um, not obviously by the state of me played any sort of football. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't know this, Daniel. Obviously, James Kay, he would have a hell of a lot better insight than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, table football is about my game, mate, in the pub. <laughs> but it must do, yeah, of course. Uh I can't, I've not got much to say on that because I ain't got a clue, but it's got, for someone who watches football week in, week out, home and away and watches bits and pieces, then yeah, I would imagine it does. You, you don't, uh, you can't be up to speed. They do say match fitness and things like that, don't they? You mm-hmm. can't be up to speed mm-hmm. to playing competitive football if you've been sat on the bench for 
the last six, seven True. weeks. But That's yeah, yeah. But they are but they're getting paid and they are expected to. But you, you're not you're not gonna be, are you? So it is no. it is hard for anyone to come in and we have had a settled, what would you say, 13, 14 over the season, and then it's been obviously injuries and things like that. Squad the, the only thing is, and you, you can't legislate for it, is obviously people said we've got one of the, if not the strongest squad. Uh, doesn't look like it though, does it? At the minute, if you think we've had injuries, which every every team has, the the backup yeah. players, which I'm sure it's the same for every team, Ipswich, if they had a couple of injuries, players that have been sat on their bench for three months, like I say, so it's it's a hard one, but it is what it is. But yeah, January probably should have brought someone in if you looked, couldn't find anyone then. Can't help it, can he? He's not going to just bring anyone in. Love to have brought a striker in or a not even not a midfielder because no one ever said we need some midfielders, did they? Even if you're saying about transfer, we're a centre back and it was yeah, we've got six of them, we've got six of them, we and, should be and great. That's, and that's the position at the minute that we're fucked at because of one player, and that's yeah, that, that was the one position we didn't need to, we didn't need to exactly, exactly. yeah, <laughs> on yeah. paper. Yeah, now, listen, ladies and gents, that was a significant amount of football analysis there, so I'm just going to get silly for a second. Hey, John, Aidan Flint's a big sexy bastard, isn't he? Bit of a man crush on him, aren't you, Dan? I'm, I'm oh, mate, I tell you what. <laughs> I tell you what. Listen, so that, that goalkeeper last night, apparently it was his first ever professional game of football. And I must admit, he did really well. His shit housing was top-notch. The amount of times he, he kept pulling his socks up to take a uh, take a, ground, a goal kick. And uh, he pulled them up that much. <laughs> like he, he couldn't do it anymore. He needed to come up with other things. But I tell you what, I think he could have got to that goal, but that was a solid, solid goal. And, and the start of our comeback, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's Ed, that's Aidan Flint all over, isn't it? He's gonna mm-hmm. when when you're down when you're down fighting in the trenches, you want Aidan Flint on Aidan Flint on your side. He's just gonna roll his sleeves up. He's gonna go up and play as an emergency strike if you need him to. He's gonna put himself about. He's gonna be physical. He's obviously big and tall and strong, six five, whatever he is, and he's gonna be a threat. And you know, yeah, like we shoved him up there for that for that free kick. Lovely delivery by Bannon. Wasn't a bullet header, like you said, by any stretch, but it was an accurate one, like edit back from where it's come from, as they t- teach you to do. And it found its way into the corner, and we're back in it, aren't we? And game on, two one. Um, he was um, always, he was going up for a, a few of them. A pity yeah, he couldn't absolutely. do it at Barnsley, though, wasn't it? Oh, he had some good ones, missed chances at Barnsley. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. But at least he's not got a fifty p head like Dominic Ayoffe or anyway. That's. Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, it, well, well, it, I mean, what did you think to for John? I mean, you know what I mean. I, 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 he was he was at the other end of the pitch when he started to me to when he started making a few mistakes. I mean, what what did you see? I mean, look, look you know, John, he he was what's the word? He was up against it the first Shit. half, right? He was. He, like, listen, there, there was some really difficult he, conditions. He just looks like Bambi on ice, doesn't he? Just absolutely looks. Yeah. I mean, can you but so me? does Carlton Palmer. Carlton Palmer, yeah, but Carlton Palmer, he, he looked, he, he still looked like he was in control, even though his legs were going all over the place. He still looked like he was in control. Iofa just looks like, he, I mean, <clears> he, he, he can't clear his box. He, he heads the ball back into danger. He heads the ball up and back into the attacker's path. He he stabs at things. He panics. He's just, 
you know, I used to think, why have we changed him, you know, from a right back to a centre half? And then for a short time, it looked like that was the right move. But now I'm starting to think we should have left him at right back and, uh, <laughs> you know, try, try to get another centre half. I know we couldn't keep McGuinness. I mean, if we had kept McGuinness, I'm, I'm, I'm still thinking we're, un, we're unbeaten on this run, to be honest. But, uh, you know, that we can't dwell on the past. But yeah, I think um, I offer, he's just, he's just calamitous at the minute, isn't he? I mean, I don't know is what you do with him. I mean, He's, he's a confidence player. That, bottom line, is he's a confidence player. You can look at, and I think the two people that we've, we've talked about and are probably going to come over under the, the the most criticism last night are going to be Iorfa and possibly Backinson. Um, I've, got I don't think, I've got one more. <laughs> oh, I, I've got a couple more. But the, the <laughs> ones that we've talked about so far. So <laughs> um, Backinson isn't lacking confidence. Whatever it is that's going on with Backinson, there's a lack of quality there. But um, from, from my perspective, when it comes to my author, when I author's getting plaudits from the crowd, when he's, you know, he's, he's that stereotypical, you win your first dinner, it makes your chest come out a little bit. Um, you clear your lines and you're doing well and he grows into games. But if he's bang average in a game and there's a couple of things that happen, he shanks one out or he 50 p's it off the side of his head, I don't even know if it's people like Bannon then turning around and talking to him and saying, right, you've, you've messed that up, so now you need to do this. And then all of a sudden, in his head, does he go within himself? Because he got progressively worse. Hang on, time. hang on, hang on. But let's talk about it, though. I mean, Steve, how many times have yeah. you heard it? Yeah, the ball's coming over and, and some arsehole fullback who's a foot shorter than you goes, no bounce. And you're like, what the fuck? And all of a sudden, you've got to stick your head, in a, stick your head up against a ball that's been in the air 50 feet. And he was doing that really well in the first half. He was getting something on it, right? And yeah, it's going to skim off everywhere. The weather was bloody awful. And you're right, yeah. he probably did. He did get a little worse. And I'd argue just how injured he is when he went off. Purely because yeah. the ball then in the second half hit the deck a lot more. And yeah. all of a sudden, his his aerial prowess, it taking it off him a little bit. Because Alfie May is like five foot tall. You know what I mean? He was underneath him all over the place. Do, do, do you know what I mean? You reckon that was a, a factor? I, I, but that's exactly the point I'm making. As, as the game's gone on, those things that become bread and butter become much more difficult for him, don't they? And that that's it. I don't think he's Bambi on ice. He's got no control over his legs or anything like that. But, um, you know, when we talk about him being Bambi on ice, it's not because he's got no coordination. It's because he's shitting himself. And that's happening. There was one. There, 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 there was one. He's just literally, he's played it square out of play. Because he didn't want to try and clear his lines or anything like that. He's just gone, do you know no. what? I've shit it. I'm going to turn and I'm going to kick it 10 yards out of play. And he just played it square. And I'm thinking, at least put your foot through it and try and get it over the halfway line, even if it goes out of play. Um, I, it's hard to say that I feel sorry for the bloke because, like Ash has said, these guys get paid an inordinate amount of money to do what they do. But he is the player at the moment in that back line that is under the spotlight. Um, whether or not people will, uh, whether or not he'd have, uh, have sort of thought about the reaction he'd have got, because not many people last night at quarter to seven would have gone in, you know, on on social media and what what have you would have gone. Oh, we're going to drop Flynn and we're going to put Iofa in at centre half. Now, clearly, that you, you you can only argue that that would have been to to try and counteract the pace that they potentially got up top. Yeah, and I have to say on that point, just while we're talking at the moment, um, your uh, hello from the other side. The fellow was talking about the lad they brought in from Ireland. Um, in the week, Ash, uh, the, the, the guy that was playing, was that the lad, the, the 27? Was that Keener? Uh, uh, he scored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scored the first one. 
Was he the one that dropped that brought that ball down from a, from somewhere astronomical and just killed it on the spot like that? Let's make no mistake about it. It weren't just Alfie May last night. The, he, he weren't poor, were he? And you know they they they've done all right. We're, we're sitting here and shit conditions though, Stevie. Mate, the negativity around the place. I know what you're saying in terms of the conditions. I to go back to that point from my point of view when we're talking about it being the same thing, uh, the same conditions for for, for both teams. There were passes that Bannon were making last night that on a Hillsborough pitch without the rain, I had those slide rules between the fullback and the centre half. That happens last night. That that were never going to happen last night, and he's tried it a couple of times. There um, was there was one pass, yeah, an uncharacteristic, uncharacteristic mistake from Bannon where he tried to play across. It was in the middle of the park, and he tried to play across. What you'd say, mm. you'd argue, given the view I had across the face of goal, but it was it was a good forty yards out, like you know what I mean. And uh, and I think it led to one of their goals, didn't it? It was a misled second, pass, wasn't it? Second goal, yeah. Second one. Went, it? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. Ash. Go on. I don't know what I was going to fucking say now. Yeah, it was probably going to be something. You were, you were moaning. You were going to moan about the pitch not being a leveler. The Wednesday week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. Blair, I've put, you, I've put you on specially. I've brought you on to the side to talk about men's grooming. Downstairs grooming. <laughs> well, as you know, I'm the biggest men's grooming guy in the biz today, Foot. Well, of, of course you are. Of, of course you are. I, and I know that you're a big gym guy. I know you're a big runner. And have you ever been out and about and all of a sudden you've got what can be described as a small fire down there? It's as red as a fire engine down there sometimes, Foot. Well, I tell you what, that's a good point because uh, right now the Wednesday week for the next few weeks is going to be brought to you by Manscaped, and we're Tell giving away. More. Well, we're giving away uh, discounts on the Manscaped 4.0 bundle. What's in, what's it include? I've got it, it's the performance package, mate. Uh, you've got the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, yeah, a crop reviver toner. So you know it brings it back <laughs> if you need it. Uh, Before. Performance boxer briefs. If uh, if performing is an issue for you, mate, I'm fully seated. But you know, <laughs> fully seated. I, I enjoy that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, and then we've got all all the bits that keep it off the bathroom floor. Uh, we've got um, well, it's waterproof. It cuts down the um, the issue that you might get. It helps reduce the likelihood of getting an ingrowing hair as well. Perfect. And that's you know what I mean? a Gillette fan. In it, in it. So I thought you'd be a fan. So listen, you guys back home, you guys watching and listening right now, uh, you can get a discount on this if you enter the code TWW20 into the uh, into the checkout at the end, and you can get yourself a 20% discount. That's the Manscaped 4.0 bundle. Get on it. The Wednesday Week is also brought to you by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. I bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. Uh, where are I? Oh, no. Yeah. Well, that's how it's different. I thought the conditions were a leveler. Oh, no, that was it. You were saying about uh, Bannon making a few passes and they didn't reach the target. Then you you adjust your play, though, don't you? Well, I, yeah, and Bannon was essentially a didn't. bit of a passenger first half because the the you couldn't sue given the, the conditions that we had, kind of nullified Bannon a certain amount because he was reduced to having to slap this ball across here, and it took him a long time to realise how hard to hit the ball. I mean, I, that's not even a critique. I'd I'd be exactly the same. Cheltenham clearly turned up to hoof it at the big lad or the fast lad, 
You know what I mean? That, that, and that's where the conditions were different. We play this nice little passing out from the back. Christ almighty, the first 10 minutes were hairy watching them try and take a goal kick and watching them trying to move the ball around because the ball wouldn't move. It's yeah. bloody awful. Whereas Chelsea would go, ooh, whack. You know what I mean? That, and that'd be it. I mean, first five minutes, Stockdale got that much mud on him. It looked like he'd been for a spa day, didn't mm. it? Well, it was just ridiculous with, yeah. with pitch conditions and stuff. Listen, I uh, I need to owe, I owe David Stockdale a bit of a, a bit of a, um, bit of an apology. Uh, when the, uh, when the kits got re- uh, got re- got released at the at the start of the season, there was a photo of him looking quite non sportsman like. It was an it was an unflattering picture, and I remember I remember going ha ha ha. Look at David Stockdale, right? And I've been in the gym a bit now. I feel like I'm in good shape, and see and being that close to him, and see, you know what I mean. And seeing him on the pitch, I remember thinking, I am fatter than he is. like i got there went oh shit i've got more muffin top than he has shit (laughs) good job i ain't gonna wear that top so i'm blaming it on the shirt so if anybody wants to take the piss out of david stock there and the the kit release it's uh it's it's an unflattering shirt lads yeah he's not quite neville southall levels is he let's be honest (laughs) (laughs) no he ain't no he ain't um, um, right. Okay. Before you move on, mate, can we can we just have a quick chat about the second goal because I think that's going to divide a couple of opinions because I know that people have been saying. Um, I, I'm trying to think who it was. Somebody put on Twitter that I'd seen that was saying that we shouldn't have dropped Dawson. Dawson saves a second goal. Um, uh, it, it, it was it from distance, wasn't it? The first shot and he's parried it. Stockdale. Um, I will I will argue against anybody saying that that was Stockdale's goal was uh, fault the second goal because. Those conditions last night, the ball skipped up, it's it jumped up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's done what he can with it, and I I, I, I don't lay any sort of blame at Stockdale. He's come back in, um, not knowing that he was coming in till till quite late. Um, I think he, I thought he was outstanding last night, and credit to him. Made, made a couple of great saves, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, first half kept yeah. us in it. The first fifteen minutes kept us mm. in it. He had four or five absolute worldly saves. Now, there's one player that I'm gonna. Not slag off, but I, I just kind of want to question a little bit because I, I want to be I want to be diplomatic and and it's Jack Hunt. Um, I've seen it. I've seen him come under fire a little bit on Twitter, and I've always thought it quite harsh because I always feel that Jack Hunt's a bit of a, a bit of a baller. I think he's he's lively, he's quick, he'll chase anything down, yada yada yada. But what I've found him done since his return is that so if you're if you're the centre back on his side of the pitch, yeah, you want him. To not only do the fullback role, but the attacking midfielder role, right? And and every time when uh, Reese James could have stepped out and maybe even marauded down the right hand side, he'd either want cover. But what Hunt kept doing was standing in his channel, like you're you're in the way, Jack. Either get on your bike or shift and cover me out. You know what I mean? And it happened far too many times. He just and and I, and I just remember thinking, as his legs gone. Or is he not an intelligent footballer? I, you know what I mean. You were nodding away, Steve. I mean, what do you think? Legs have gone. Uh, is, is that I what it is? Is that, is that what older players do? I, I was trying to work it out. It might have just been that game. I don't want to be overly critical, but it, I just because he made some great challenges. But I just feel like he was about a five out of ten for me last night, and it, and it started to irk me. Yeah, um, everything that you've said, I'd agree with. Um, I just it just feels like he's he's like a battery that on low ch- or a, a machine on low charge without a battery he's running out. Um, okay, well, they're all been like that last 
three games. Well, he can't. He, <laughs> I think he can't do what he used to be able to do. And unfortunately, it just goes to show that in the past, a, a player of that position, um, how much he relied on his pace, and I just don't feel that he's got it in his legs anymore. Um, and I, Hand on heart, I think he knows that as well. I, I, I think he's seeing his season yeah. out. And he won't, I, I he, think he, he plays. I think he plays like somebody who knows he ain't got the pace that he used to have. Yeah, yeah, and it's affecting him. Um, I think he, if if we're at full strength, we've got another centre half in, um, and we've got Palmer at, uh, at right wing back. Wing back. Um, I think Hunt's happy with the next eight nine games of cameos. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll come on 15, 20 minutes here. I'll see the season out with the with the lads. Uh, been a loyal servant to the club, but um, I don't see him playing football at this level. Um, it's certainly not at a club like Sheffield Wednesday next season. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's sad to see. And, and it's, again, it's not a critique. It's more Jack. You're better than that. Or if you're not, hang the boots up, pal. You know, you're a top geezer. We're all we're all behind you, but. Come on, man! <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, he's like um, he's like Summersby, isn't it? He's gone. He's gone away to Bristol City, and he's come back. It's not. It's not the Jack Hunt that we knew. It's completely no, it's different, not. isn't it? It's not Jack Hunt Part Two. He's not. It's, I it's thought. To be, fair, you know. to, be, to be fair, John, I thought he was very good last year. I, I, I did. I thought he came on, and there were there were there were elements of what he was doing. He wasn't the player that he was when we were pushing at the top end of the of the championship. Yeah. But I thought he'd done a, a reasonable job last year as we pushed towards playoffs. Is, he was is there, is there an element? Started off, I thought last. Sorry, he did start off last season a bit a bit leggy, and I remember uh, Cambridge away. <laughs> you know, on that Tuesday night, Stevie, we went and Delibishier oh. scored. Didn't he? He, yeah. he was awful. His legs had gone then. And th- and that was like, what was that? That was early on in the season. October. Thought, what, yeah, what's, what's he, October. what we got here? But then after, well, after that, he got a bit more game time. And I thought, actually, he did he did actually do pretty well. But obviously, yeah. this is another 12 months into it on. Um, and yeah, I feel exactly, I feel exactly the same what, what you've said, Dan. 33, I think. You know, do you know, yeah, do you know what I'd say though? If we go still back ten and, years younger than we are, if we go, if we go and look at Dele Bashiro, for example, we're we're arguing about him. If only Dele Bashiro. Oh, did no one's this. arguing, Stevie. No, what I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm making is, if only if only he did this, if only he was able to refine that, if only we could put a rocket up his arse, if only we could get Backinson to think a little bit more about what he's doing, if only we could get Iorpa to concentrate and have a little bit more confidence. I don't think we can give Jack on anything to make him a better player. I, I just think physically so, he's winding down. Yeah, physically. So yeah, so there's nothing nothing Darren Moore can do, like you said, physically, but what the other players you've mentioned that Darren Moore can work with or, or have a word yeah. or do whatever. And that's, that's the difference. And he, and, yeah, and he hasn't. I think one of the most dam- damning things that came out of last night was when Darren Moore was questioned directly about the inclusion of um, Backinson and then bringing on FDB and how they'd not put a shift in at all. He more or less admitted that, but then said, you know, in, in a roundabout way, I ain't got much other options really, so they, I've got to play them, you know. They've got and they're going to be, they've got an opportunity to have another go on Saturday, you know. So I mean, it's like this is where we are, isn't it? We've got such a loss for buyers, but then the players that are coming in aren't performing, but we haven't got a lot of a choice. It's, it's just that we've got to got to go with them. Just you all know my memory shit, and that's why I'm crap at quizzes and all that. Right, you know, um, and this is I'm not. This is not like setting anyone up or anything. But you know, like when um, X was it Exeter away, Bannon got injured and did he do his hamstring for six games? Yeah. 
Can yeah. anyone remember who came in and played or what sort of system? Because I'm just thinking, obviously, we've we've lost we lost Bannon then, and we still went. Obviously, we played well, still kept the unbeaten. But then we've lost Byers, who is like is equal, or some obviously some people think he's Again, better. And some, I think it was a chop and change job. I think it yeah. was a different one every week. Yeah, rotation, yeah. weren't it? Yeah. I think we had. We, but, but, but I don't know. Obviously, there, something happened in them six games compared to the last. Yes, maybe because they haven't even kicked the ball for three months type it, thing. I was going to say it could, yeah, it could just trying be to be a bit like team. Yeah I, yeah, I feel I feel overly harsh the way we talk about Jack Hunt and some of these midfielders. But then, like as the game went on, right? So we're, at, we're frantically pushing for an equaliser. Gregory gets one in, and we are on top. We're all over him. We're camped in their half, and then Dennis Adenaran, who went from you know as this midfield reserve list at the top of it is FDB Adenaran and then Backinson, right? Dennis Adenaran comes on at fullback and slaps the worst sitter in the in, back into the stand I've ever seen. He dropped below Backinson for me in that point. I was like, fam, fam. <laughs> it was like three yards. It was right there. And, and it was right in front of the home fans as well. We were like, oh, that was shit. He didn't even have to leather it, though, did he? He just had to put it on target. Just had to he put it on target. That's all. And, yeah. and the keeper was coming across. So there's a whole... A whole space in near post to have a pop at, like it was. That goal seemed massive, and I and I got the angle on it. Oh, fucking hell, that, that was disgusting. And then uh, and then Volks cannoned one against the uh, against the upright towards the end, which was absolutely devastating. I could and you can see that way he's uh, the way he's bent over at the end. But anyway, I must admit, lads, I, I meant to have a look today, but I've uh, I'm, I just say I'm on a two day hangover and I've been napping all day. Is promotion still in our hands? It is right. Yeah. Promotion still in our hands. The league is now out of our hands. Right. Okay. Um, okay. So we're, we're, I think, we're, are we four points clear with the game in uh, the Ipswich have got a game in hand on us or level games? That's it, isn't it? And Ipswich have got to play not, Barnsley as well. This is not going to surprise any of you, but I don't agree. <laughs> yeah, go on. Lad. <laughs> Just because you can only take, as footballers do, you can only take the last game or the last couple of games. So in the last couple of games, you've seen enough to say that we're going to win the next eight games because that's what I believe is going to is going to take. I disagree. It's going to take eight games. Analysis. Yeah. So you've got it. So so we're relying on someone else. No, we're relying on somebody else. We're relying on Plymouth to drop points if we're going to win the league. But I no, don't. I'm on, I about, I'm on about. I'm on about promotion. Automatic. Yeah, it's in our hands. Yeah. We had this conversation this morning. This is why I'm on podcast tonight for me and you. <laughs> no, I I, if it's in our hands, then if we if we win four, lose five, or lose four, sorry, then and then other teams drop it, then we've relied on other teams dropping. So, so it's, it's not in our hands, is it? No, it is. Yeah, 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 no, no, no. I still get that. Still still I get that, but we've got to rely on other teams. I don't, seat, well, we're, we're, we don't. They they have to rely. Other teams have to rely on us dropping more points than them for us not to get promoted. Because we're still in the promotion. Yeah, yeah. Steve, Steve, he's fucking with you. Honest. <laughs> Is he messaging you? <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely. <laughs> I can see that. I've seen that look before, and I'm like, what really? And, it, and he's going, yeah. And the way he does it, I've known him thirty years, and he is an asshole because. Because bear in mind, you, you, you reared up your uh, your teacher there, the teacher inside you going, and you were like, study Gwyn, but it's math. Like, what's he talking about? It's just, it's just simple math. 
So anyway, right, as it's done. I'm glad. Have... I, I, sorry, but it's a great gag because I set it up this morning in the group chat. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's a long, <laughs> long run-up, that Mate, one. listen, <laughs> I got... That was what time was that? That was like quarter to seven this morning. And I'm driving in and it's come through on my watch and I've gone, right, I'm getting out of this car. And as I'm walking into work, I'm on a message him. And I've been waiting. What are we on now? I've been waiting for 14 hours to come back here. 14 hours. That's, that's a long game. That one, that's, that's a long game, that, Ash. I, right, I, okay. Yeah, uh, We've just got to keep winning, haven't we? That's it. That's, that's, and yeah, that's it. It's but obviously, you're always, you're always going to look at Saturday. You're always going to look at what what other teams do, but yeah, it's... But like, listen, do you not feel like... I mean, Steve has not done his bath maths in a while. Um, we've got we've got the easiest running, right? You, aren't we, right? You know uh, what I mean? No, Plymouth. Plymouth, Plymouth, Plymouth we're now. second. Yeah, Plymouth's got easiest running. Is it? What's an easy running? Well, easy exactly. Run? Well, exactly. you know, whatever that, you know, whatever your interpretation of that is. On paper, on league positions, that, on yes. all that yeah. good stuff. But yeah, but like we've seen in the last week... It's not going to matter, is it really? Because okay. I'm sure there's some twists and turns going on, and I oh, think uh, as games, yeah, I, Lincoln obviously will play on on Saturday. Um, I think they've got, I think they've got Barnsley at home, mm. and they've so, only I, lost twice at home, I believe, all season. Lincoln. Well, I, I tell you what, we've also Something got coming like up that. as well that we seem to forget about is that Plymouth have got the Papa John's Trophy. To, to play mm-hmm. against Bolton, who are up there as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. You've got Barnsley, who are yet to play Ipswich, oh. so that that's going to throw in some some tasty, tasty affairs. And I hope that they get to Wembley and they kick ten bells of absolute shite out of each other, <laughs> and none of them can kick a football again. You know what I mean? Um, however, I've got I've got I've got to say this, and 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 it's going to sound like a right sappy load of shit to say, but what an advert for third tier in English football that the four teams that could go up are. Uh, that are going to, as it stands in the playoffs, are Ipswich, Bolton, Barnsley. Uh, who's the other one? Plymouth. Oh, oh Darby. playoffs. Sorry, yeah, playoffs. Yeah, in the playoffs, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. those are teams that can get a solid eighteen to twenty odd thousand a week in League One. That's that's you know, mm. however that playoffs going to be, Wembley's going to be absolutely insane. And if we drop into that, obviously we'll win. Leeds will take more of the Wendy. But you know what I mean? It's going to be. It, it's actually really there's part of me that kind of feels sorry for these teams that are constantly in League One battling it out, and, and us big lads just turn up for a couple of seasons and then go, "It's been fun, lads. See you later." <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's hopefully, Dan. Hopefully, well, yeah, yeah, hopefully fingers, yeah. Crossed. It's a fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Right then. So as it stands, we are in uh, we are in charge of our own destiny to get promoted, but not to win the league because we need Plymouth to drop some points. But in the meantime, it's the it's the part you've all been waiting for. Da, 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 da. It's quiz time. Right, lads, it's really easy. I'm going to go Stevie, John, and then Ash because it makes me laugh when Ash goes last. Now, it's a, it, it, this one's really simple, right? <laughs> it's a Just simple like question, us. lads. Yeah. <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday managers from 1989. That's it. That's it. Oh, can now, I just clarify there, something? Can I clarify something? Go on. Are they on loan? I'm not on loan. You know, Stevie's got previous. It's, they're not. They're not doing any caretaker jobs. For example, Lee Bullen is not on this list. And okay. t- t- to make it easy, neither is Darren Moore. So it's as easy as that. Like 1989. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he were born in 1989, which is, you know, depressing. So right then, Stevie, you're going to go first. Give me a manager. What's managed the Wendy? 
Ron Atkinson. Ron Atkinson is correct. John? Trevor Francis. Trevor Francis is also correct. Ash? Danny Wilson. Danny Wilson is correct. Steve? I'm, I'm, I'm winning this tonight, by the way. Oh, yeah. You can have it. Uh, yeah, 100%. Uh, David Pleat. David Pleat, correct. Uh, John? Paul Jewell. Paul Jewell. I tell you what, lads, I'll I'll not lie to you. It's pretty sexy that we've just done the first decade there. Like, you know what I mean? We're (laughs) we're now up to uh, 2000. Paul Sturrock. Paul Sturrock is there. Terry Yorath. Terry Yorath, yes. Um, Peter Shreves. Shreegor. Yes, he's there. What? Yeah. With a win percentage of 35.48%. Uh, after Paul Jewell. Mm, after Paul Jewell got, got binned off, he was on the 2nd of December 2001. Mm. Um, I shall go with... Um... Oh. Sorry. 12th I'll... of... Uh, somebody, oh, sorry, I, I got that date wrong. It's the 12th of February. He got it uh, till October. Uh, go on. Sorry. I'm just uh, getting my notes right. Go on, Ash. I've just forgot everyone we've said, so this might have been just... Uh, oh, no, I'll say any... Uh, Josh Lukai. Josh Lukai is on the list. Steve? Chris Turner. Chris Turner is on the list. John? Gary Megson. Megoland. He's on the list. Ash? Oh, right. I'm going because I, I hate this, but I'm going to go... Uh... No, he's not a man, is he? I'll keep that one in case anyone says it. Uh, Carlos Carvalho. Carlos Carvalho is on the list. We haven't got many left. We might get to the end of a list here, lads. We might get to the end of the list. In it, Steve. Gary Monk. Got Monk on. He's there. John. Brian Laws. Brian Laws is there. Ash. Tony Poulis. Poulis is there. Oh, my God, this is exciting. There aren't many left. Steve. Dave Jones. Dave Jones is there. Yes. That was going to be mine. <laughs> um, There's only about two or three left. Four left. How many? Four left. Oh, four left. Mm. Bloody hell, we've done well four here, left. lads. This great content, this. Top content. Go on, John. Uh, Stuart Gray. Stuart Gray. I didn't think anybody gets Stuart Gray. Anybody forget Stuart Gray? As right such. then. As such. Ash. I'm gonna I'm gonna sound like a right penis here with this one. Mark Robbins. Go on. No, no. didn't think so. Oh. Nah, it was it nah. was a valiant attempt, Ash. But nah. you, that was just that was a well, that's record for, that. for you. I know. Getting five, mate. That's not too shabby. Right Cheers. then, Steve. Here we go. Drive me home. Alan Irvine. Alan Irvine. Forty point six eight percent. John. I, I rubbed him out my memory bank. Um, Pardon, John. You've rubbed one out of your memory. Yeah, rubbed one out. <laughs> no, not the way you're Alan thinking. Irvine. Oh, right, right. I, I genuinely think there's only one left here, mate. I think there's only one left. And I, there's only it's one not left. It's not a caretaker manager, because we've, we've established that, haven't we? So, Steve, he's got, got it. He's got it. Uh, no. Jesus Christ. What was that? I think it's the bloody parakeet that Stevie's got lodged up his ass. He's wiggling around. <laughs> I thought that was somebody whistling. Go on, Joe. No, it was. 
Are you going to hazard me a guess? Sean McCauley. Who? Sean McCauley. No, I, I, I did try him, but that was a no. Stevie, take me home for the win. I hope we've not said him already, but I think we're missing the snake, aren't we? He is, yeah. yeah. Oh, of course. The snake. Course. Stevie Bruce. Cabbage. He's not on the list, is it? Stevie Bruce. Stevie Bruce is on the list. Oh. He is on the list. There was. Uh, did anybody say Chris Turner? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we did. Right, yeah. So that was it. We've actually managed to name them all, though. So, you know, that's an absolute win for everybody. Yeah, you've, done, you've got five in a mash. Right? You know what I mean? That's actually impressive. Okay. So, uh, in the meantime, uh, coming up, we've got Lincoln. Ash, you've just previously done a um, hello from the other side. Um, mm -hmm. uh -huh. uh, is there anything you want to uh, add apart from uh, make sure you listen? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, make sure you listen. It'll be up... Uh now if you listen to this Tonight, one, no yeah. doubt yeah yeah uh no they're uh, on three losses on a row uh they've won one out of the last six so uh, incoming two no win no there. two no two yeah. incoming <laughs> um okay yeah listen about uh chris was really good so uh i think it's gonna be a two no win for wednesday to be honest two nil win for wendy john um we're gonna stuff them like a lincolnshire sausage no, we're not really. Two, an unconvincing 2-1 two, win. 2-1, they're probably going to get one back, according to John. Stevie, what are you saying? I'd be happy with 1-0. Any, any, any win, any. but I'd be happy with 1-0 at the moment. We've just got to stop the rot, haven't we, at the minute? Um, and let's be right, we've talked about Plymouth and Bolton playing this weekend, but they're obviously playing in the Pete's Cup final. If we win on Saturday, uh, yeah, Saturday, if we win Saturday, we're top of the league again, aren't we? And the pressure Psychological, isn't it, Stevie? Yeah. Yeah, the pressure comes off and goes back to me. So points on the board, points on the board. It's it's what it's yeah. all about. So yeah. one nil from Stevie. I'm all right with it. I'll take it. It'll be a it'll be a um, a builder, confidence builder. But I'm going to still go for three nil, cause Wendy. So <laughs> listen, thanks a lot for joining us tonight. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks a lot to Ash, Stevie, and John. Um, coming up later on, uh, you probably might have already heard it, but we've got Hello from the other side. On Monday, we've got Pete Lohman speaking to Holly from uh, on the My Wednesday edition. Um, Ash, can you can you can you advertise some of the stuff we're doing because my mind's blowing? Uh, yeah, so yeah, My Wednesday, obviously the Wednesday talking to fans. If you've not listened, get on it. It's uh, it's pretty great. I think it's great listening to all the fans from you've listened to us for the god knows how many years. Listen to the mm. other people's stories. Hello from the other side, talking to uh, obviously our upcoming opponents, which is a good insight. And we have, do have some other interesting things coming up in the future. So um, stick with us. We're not a bad bunch. <laughs> it's going to be a bloody uh, nightmare. This like new project is ambitious. Like, like and subscribe. Oh, yes, that as well. I've on all, on all of them. <laughs> Yeah, don't forget to press the subscribe button. Uh, listen, if you want to be part of my Wednesday, get in touch with us on Twitter at TWWCast or, uh, or give us an email at TWWPodcast at gmail.com. In the meantime, thanks a lot for listening. See you later. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points back of the net. Lubosh! 
Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.